Blog Talk Radio. Hey there. You're with Dory Staley on Rock the Next Stage, where you will hear 30 minutes of tips, musings, and motivation for the music community. In the background, you're hearing some lovely country music. Electronic Super It's called Cut and Tape, and we'll get back to that in a minute. Let me tell you a little bit about me first. I own Rock the Next Stage, Next Stage Entertainment, and Next Stage Drumming. It has been my mission for the past 16 years to help talented teens and adults make an impact and a solid income. I'm a mentor, coach, booking agent, (laughs) manager, MC, you know, uh, bottle washer, just about anything you can think of, ultimate band mom. I've put together hundreds of shows in the Raleigh, North Carolina area, and I've worked with over 900 local young bands and loads of solo artists. Here with me today from Ohio, I have singer-songwriter Richard Lynch, and he crafts tunes that are timeless and traditional. We're calling it pure country, folks. We're going to be talking about songwriting and storytelling. Richard has been in the country music scene for 30 years. His last two singles reached number one, in fact, on several AM, FM, and Internet radio charts. He's also the founder of the veterans charity Love Tattoo Foundation. He's a member of the Independent Country Music Hall of Fame, and he did a benefit duet with country star Ronnie McDowell, featuring the tune Love Tattoo, which was released earlier this year. Richard Lynch's band, their latest single is called Cut and Paste, which I heard a little bit of. We'll play more later. It's from the CD, Mending Fences. Cut and Paste is the follow-up to Richard's number one New Music Weekly National Airplay Chart Singles. We're American Proud and a Better Place, which reached number one on Indie World, was number one for 32 weeks on the route. And we're back. Talk about dead air. Sorry about that, folks. Block Talk Radio just bumped us off. Richard, are you there? I'm here. Hi, Dory. Oh, thank goodness. There we go. I don't know what that was all about. That's a first. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for hanging in there, folks. So Richard Uh, is calling in from, hey, it's a live show. Anything can happen, right? He's calling in from Waynesville, Ohio. How's everything there? You're working on the farm today, I heard. We're doing really good. I've got some beautiful sunny weather and bailing a little hay at the farm here, just uh doing all them uh, all them farm chores that have to get done. Cool. Yeah, is it true that you really build barns? <laughs> well, I, I did a lot of barns. I used to build a lot of barns, but the music industry has pretty well got me pretty uh pretty busy with the music these days. So I don't don't build many <laughs> barns in, in nowadays. <laughs> Well, it's good that you're staying busy. Now, you know, 30 years, that's a long time to be in the music business. How did you get started? Well, um, I was lucky enough to be born in a family. My my dad was a great uh, country music singer and entertainer around the Dayton, Ohio, Cincinnati, Ohio area. And I grew up listening to him and all these wonderful shows and all the the music that he had. And I just loved being around that and, uh, I kind of a natural process to just kind of keep doing it and keep loving that country music. Cool. Cool. Now you have a lot of tunes that have been uh, chart toppers. So good for you. Well, thank you. I I I love the fact that 
you know, we're able to play this real traditional country music. There's such a need for it these days. Um, and a lot of folks that's you know been true country music fans are kind of feel like they've been left in the, left behind because the you know the, the new music doesn't resemble much country music anymore. And so, I think a lot of the fact that we get to you know play our music has created so many opportunities for us because we have kept it traditional. Great segue, yes, because I was going to ask you, what do you think is missing in country music today? Some country music, there is none. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's an awful lot of pop and other um, blends and makes you wonder, what is that? So, well, you know, exactly. there's something for everyone, but, you know, I'm, I'm glad that you're still keeping the tradition alive and you're appealing to um, an audience that really craves the original down home country. Well, so thank now, you. Where are your I, go ahead. I just love the fact that I've had opportunity like you and others that give me the opportunity, and you know, I so appreciate appreciate the fact that you guys air my music, and I'll, you know, a lot of folks around the country, are, you know, are, are gravitating toward that traditional sound. I really owe you a lot of thanks for doing that. Oh, well, you know, I try to support loads of different artists. They call me the ultimate fan mom for a reason because I not only watch their backs so they don't get ripped off, but I also love to promote them. Oh, man, if you're super talented, I'm going to make sure that everybody knows about it. So, yeah, this uh, podcast is just one way to get the word out there to let people know about all of you guys and gals so they can look you up and follow you and, you know, who knows what. So, it's been, you know, very, very cool getting to meet people from all around the country and Canada. Sure. So there you go. <laughs> so that would you, maybe you can tell the listeners about where do your tunes come from? Because, you know, country is a different genre, and it's the original way of storytelling. Well, um, you know, I, I've been writing a lot of songs here uh, lately. My new album is called uh, Mending Fences. Um, I managed to get a couple of my tunes uh, that I wrote on this particular new album. I'm really proud of that. Um, but I, I, I really believe in the song. The, the song has to be, you know, front and foremost and just up front where mm-hmm. everybody can understand it. And whether I write it or if it's been submitted to me by some other national writers or writers around the country, you know, it's all about the song for me. And, uh, I, I want when I write a song, it comes from the heart. I, I've I've lived it, I've experienced it, I've been in a situation to where um, you know something or some topic touched me in some way, and that's how I write a song. Kind of kind of tell the truth and just put it in a uh, a melodic way and just tell the truth in a story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I love people who say, "Yeah, country music, three chords and the truth." <laughs> that's a fact. <laughs> I checked into your and looked at your video for cut and paste and I was mentioning earlier I really loved it because you were talking about technology and how that has really taken us away from connecting and I I love the scene where you got all the flippers there and you're trying to figure out how they work. That's that's my the bane of my existence. Why isn't there a universal remote? But anyway, do you want to tell us a little bit about what that song's about? Because I'm gonna cue it up in a minute. Well, cut and paste, you, you, you kind of touched on it right out of the gate. You know, the world has kind of became, you know, high-tech and electronic, and um, for the most part, it's left me behind. I, I'm a farm boy, and I love my country music. Uh, thank goodness for my wife and, 
and a management team out there who can uh, take care of all the, you know, the, the uh, iTunes and all the different electronic things that we do, Facebook and all the computer things. Thank goodness for them, or I'd be in trouble. But, you know, I understand what a, what a need we have for that and how it's created so many opportunities for all the independent artists. But it's still, you know, it got to the point where it's kind of, uh, the song talks about where pretty much it's pretty well taken over everybody's life. And so we try to make a little bit of fun about it in, in, in a nice way and just talk about how, you know, it's kind of got uh, almost out of hand, you might say, but it's a great song, and the uh, the uh, the video has been really cool because we got to uh, my wife got to be involved in it with me, and uh, you know <laughs> it just makes it for fun when you involve everybody. Gives it even more meaning. So, alrighty, folks, let me just cue it up here. We'll uh, click about a minute of cut and paste by Richard Lynch, or not, and then. What is with Blog Talk Radio today? It's not cooperating. Here we go. Living in the modern day, electronic super age, nothing's done the way it used to be. Nobody writes a letter or shows up in the worst of weather on the front porch with a rose and an apology. Now it's email or iPhone message. That's the only way to catch it. But you don't call back or come online. So I sit and stare at your Facebook picture. The only way to get back near you is cut and paste your face next to mine. There we go. Hey, it's a good thing I'm a percussionist. I know how to improvise loads of technical issues today, but, you know, (laughs) you get the general idea there, folks. I mean, you know, this is pure country. And what I wanted to Say, for the listeners who are outside of the Nashville area, see, folks, you don't have to be right in Nashville to actually write, record tunes, and get noticed. So that is awesome that you're able to do that from Ohio. And connect with lots of cool people, too, I see. So Ronnie McDowell and probably loads of others as well. Awesome. Yes, ma'am. Well, you know, I thank you for, you know, for bringing that to their folks' attention because, you know, there are so many people out there that, would love to have the opportunity that, that I'm finally in. And uh, my, you know, advice to the folks out there that are trying to, you know, do something with their music is surround themselves with good people that support you and don't take no for an answer and be true to yourself and, uh, you know, opportunities will come your way. Right. And, and definitely being open and willing to connect with other people has helped. I'm seeing a lot of musicians online or you know, getting a little snarky there and, and a little jaded because perhaps things haven't worked for them as quickly as they had hoped. And, you know, they got that whole trust issue and think, oh, everybody's out there just to rip us off. That's actually not true. There's a lot of us out there who are trying to help you, guys and gals, exactly. and connect you with people so that you can move forward. 
and, and one of them, we need to give a shout-out to your management team, Michael Stover with MPS Management Group. He's been extremely helpful, <laughs> sending me loads of talented people for the podcast. So woohoo! thanks so much there. And, of course, helping guide your career as well. Awesome. Thank you. Sure. Now, can you tell us about your cause, Love Tattoo? Well, the Love Tattoo Foundation is a cause that me and my wife put together. Um, it was designed and and put together for the need to help our men and women who serve our country. And uh, we have uh, taken a song. Me and some two other writers wrote the song and uh, got to do a show with Ronnie McDowell last fall. And I understand that Ronnie did a couple, well, actually three tours of duty in Vietnam. And I was always loved his music. And I was so impressed with the fact that he was, you know, a uh, veteran as well. So I asked Ronnie, we listened to consider doing a song with me, uh, played it for him and he agreed to do it with me and he did such a great song a great job on that particular song called love tattoo and people ask what's a love tattoo and i uh i just tell them it has nothing to do with ink the love tattoo <laughs> is uh something that it, this man or woman of our military either acquired a psychological problem or a physical you know bullet wound or something that they acquired by serving our country that's their love tattoo and uh, all the proceeds from this particular um, release, this particular cut, is going to a place in Michigan called the Wellwind Lodge. And any um, veteran from World War II to today is welcome to go there. And whether they need a, a psychiatric, you know, a little bit of help with that or they actually need some physical needs, but there's a place where they can go and get some relaxation, you know, some, you know, a week or two where they can just, you know, come to grips with all their, their, their problems that they have, and they're welcome to bring their wife, they can bring their dog. But I, I feel a need to give back a little bit, and I'm just my way of helping out somebody out there with my music, and just my way of helping and giving back to somebody I feel is so deserving of their military. Awesome. Yeah, that is a great cause, and what, what an interesting concept. And, of course, Extremely timely since we just celebrated Memorial Day yesterday, so um, or two days ago. So that was really, uh, really good timing on our part, huh? <laughs> we didn't really Absolutely. Plan it that way, but it, it worked out that way. So great. So I was wondering you. if you could share some tips, Richard. Sure. Could you share some tips for the audience, especially the younger ones, perhaps that are trying to make it in country music? What would you say to them? Well, I, I kind of touched on it earlier. You know, I, I've been doing this for an awful long time, and within the last three or four years, we've had an immense amount of success. And it's not that I've changed. I've always kept the traditional sound for me. But for the younger folks out there that really want to, you know, have an opportunity, I, I tell them this. Believe in yourself. Surround yourself with people that support you, promote you, and never take no for an answer. If you uh, yeah. if you are talented and you have a you know a drive about you, you know don't be around people that you know want to tell you hey you can't do this or do that. You you find a way to make it happen. I I'm proof positive that you know if you believe in what you do and you and you have people that love what you do, you're on your way to doing something successful. Gotcha. And about how long does it take you to craft one of your tunes? I guess it varies, right? 
Yeah, I, I have wrote a song in as in as little as you know ten minutes or fifteen minutes, and then I, I'm actually working on a song now that it's been three or four weeks to where I'm just not getting uh, it to flow like I like it to. Um, you know, I, you know, the songs that come to you quickly are generally the ones that you've lived and you've experienced, and it's a heartfelt emotion that you're writing about. And uh, the song that I'm writing right now is taking me a little while. is it's uh, it's it's heartfelt, but it's also it's something that I'm trying to trying to create rather than let the creativity come out of me. If that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, and I find that some people, when they're getting stuck, it's because they're either overthinking it, or they're yep. they're being too critical or too concerned about what will other people think. You know, is this the right thing? And it's like, don't think, just write, just keep writing. <laughs> Absolutely. And eventually, Absolutely. you know, you'll be able to pull it all together. Absolutely. You know, I I, I kind of have a real sensitive part when you talk about what people, other people think. And it goes back to the point where you just have to understand what you are. And, it, you know, it, for younger folks, it takes a little while for them to realize, hey, I'm mm-hmm. I'm this artist and, and I just want to stick with this. And, uh, you know, it takes a while for folks to come to grips with what they really are. You know, I used to, when I was a kid, I go try to sing Vince Gill stuff, you know, you can't do that. I, I can't sing Vince Gill. you got to realize there's only one Vince Gill. So be be comfortable and be content with the artist that you are, and you will be on your way. And that's a really good tip, uh, no matter how old you are, is to not try to copy and emulate others in your genre or in the industry. Be you, number one. And, right. and also, you know, there's some people out there that write songs that aren't, they might be about their lives, but they know that this is going to help other people. So they think about their audience as well. And they know that if they hold back, that they won't be able to share that story or that experience that might help someone in the audience or in the, you know, who's listening online or on the radio. That's kind of sad if you think about it, because, you know, there's a lot of folks out there that when they hear a song, especially a country song, a lot of times they can connect with it, something in their life, um, you know, and, and they realize, hey, I'm not the only one in the world that's experienced this particular topic we're talking about. It kind of gives them a little bit of, you know, reason to think that they're, they're you know, there's other folks out there. And it gives me a little chance to, to vent, and then it makes me realize that there's <laughs> people out there that share that same, that, shame, that same particular topic out there. It can be a good thing. Exactly, and I just, we just covered this last week with my guest, J.J. McGuigan, and we were talking about how you can use your tunes, and, and even if it's about you, there's always somebody out there that needs to hear what you have to say. So right. you never know what kind of impact you're going to make. So there you go. <laughs> exactly right. Right. So good for you. Now, you, when you get out there and perform, you, you have a, a band. How many members? Well, uh, I work with the six-piece band. Um, we've been together for quite a while, and uh, you know, there's nothing better for me than to get out, out on the road and uh, meet these folks that you know spend their hard-earned money to, to buy a ticket or buy merchandise. I, you know, that's what I do. I love the music, and I love the folks who come and uh, you know spend their time and their money to come see us. And you know, they, I just love being able to shake their hand and hug their neck and get to know them for a little bit and. Yeah, it's, it's just a great thing. What a great way to make a living. Yeah, really, <laughs> doing what you love, uh, <laughs> blessing others and getting paid. There you go. 
So now, are you on, going to be doing any summer touring at all, or where's your next stop? Where can people see you next? Uh, our net, we're we are doing a fanfare booth. We have some fanfare uh, activity there in Nashville next week. Uh, actually, the the second, which is uh, this coming Friday, we're playing a show in southwestern Ohio, and then we have uh-huh. a huge event at our farm. We have a beautiful barn that we built on our farm, and three or four times a year. We'll have a, a, a major event here. And uh, so that June the 10th, we're going to have a beautiful concert here on our farm. We're looking forward to that. And But we're all over the place. We're, we play in Texas and Minnesota and New Hampshire and Tennessee and Florida. And just pick a place. We're, we're all over the place. Cool. So you're all doing this full-time pretty much? Yes, ma'am. Awesome. Also inspiring for the listeners there who think that they, they've got to keep, keep their day job. Not always. There you go. So there are people who can uh, tour and do all this and, and get their music out there. So awesome. So I'm assuming you have, what, slide guitar maybe and got some fiddle or what are some of the instruments? Well, I have a lead guitar player, a piano player, a bass player, a drummer, um, and I have uh, a steel guitar player, and I play rhythm guitar and sing. And five of five out of the six of us all sing and harmonize. So it's pretty, uh, pretty amazing bunch of guys to work with. Oh wow! So almost the whole band sings. That must sound. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it's when great, I, you know, you have more than one person singing because then you can actually hear harmonies and things. Absolutely, and these these guys are seasoned pickers and singers. They been doing it with me uh, for a long, long time, and uh, you know they they love what we do. Also, um, you know there, there's times where some of the gigs that I do, um, I can't always take my guys. Sometimes I end up having to uh, have to have a fill in musician from Nashville or from Texas occasionally. But uh, 75 or 80 percent of all the road gigs we do, um, the boys that I play with all these years are are part of that part of that group so it's pretty I'm pretty proud of the fact that we've uh, kept it together for all these years and it's just now starting to pay some dividends cool and you know that's another good thing to mention for our listening audience there because that happens here as well we're known as the second Nashville (laughs) pretty much because we have so much music there's a lot of not only bluegrass and country of course, there's rock. There's all kinds of festivals. And occasionally, an artist will come through that needs either a backup band for either recording. They might need studio musicians or, you know, for, for touring or for that particular show. So, hey, folks, keep those feelers out there because you never know. You can back up some of these guys and gals coming through who are signed and, and uh, just need some extra help. So, Absolutely. It's a, it's a That's a great point. So win-win. So awesome. Well, let me tell people um, where they can find you if they need to reach out and check out your tunes. You know, folks, show them some love. (laughs) You know, download, purchase, talk talk them up. You can go to his website, therichardlynchband.com. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, just the best place to go to would be the richardlynchband.com. And there's a various amount of other places. You know, there's Spotify and all these uh, all these wonderful places that our music's being played. But, yeah, just richardlynchbat.com would be your best place to find all our stuff. Right. And you're also on Facebook, Richard Lynch Band, and 
Where else can they connect on social media? Where else? Uh, Spotify and and, uh, CD Baby. um, (laughs) Everywhere. Yeah, they're everywhere. And like I mentioned earlier, I'm not exactly uh, (laughs) a whiz when it comes to the uh, the computers and so forth. So my, my, my better half takes care of most of that for me. Yeah, you know, and that's a great point, too, is a lot of people get so overwhelmed by social media that they might start an account, but then they, they leave it alone because it's too time-consuming. Here's a tip. Find someone else to help you out. <laughs> could be somebody exactly. in your band who's really good at it, or, you know, it could be a family member. You don't have to do everything, people. So uh, so there you go. That's my two cents for today. <laughs> anyway, Absolutely. Uh, let me tip. Let me tell you, tell folks where to find the lovetattoofoundation.org is where you can go if you want more information about that wonderful foundation. Certainly if you know a veteran or anybody who needs any assistance or just to find out more information of how you can help, you can go to that website. As for me, I'm at rockthenextstage.com. Any questions? or comments or concerns, or if you would like to be featured on this podcast, shoot me an email, dory, D-O-R-I, at rockthenextstage.com. I also have uh, loads of social media accounts, Next Stage Dory on Instagram, but I'm also Rock Next Stage on Twitter and everywhere else. Um, You can find my book on Amazon, Find Your Divine Rhythm, A Creative Success Formula, And get this, I'm starting an online video training program for musicians and singers with a pay-it-forward feature. And that is everybody who signs on for the program will also help the disadvantaged youth in my area attend an entrepreneurship camp. It also will have combines the arts because I can. Anyway, because I thought that would be cool. You know, that way we're helping everybody move forward. And that's what that is so nice about. of you. Well, anyway, that's really I, great I that thought, you know, do that. I've been helping out uh, other people in the area. I do a uh, program with drum hand drumming. It's called Therapeutic Drumming or Drum Therapy. And I work with an organization called Women Leading from the Heart. My name says it all. And we've actually gone into homeless shelters. I've taken some of my drums and things. We've taught people business skills and gotten to other nonprofits, and now we've been approached by um, kids, you know, people who want to help out the kids, and they have a lot of them lined up, so I thought, I better, I better come up with something fast so we can find a way to sponsor all these uh, young people. Because, you know, it's, uh, it's time that we do more than, than just doing our own music thing. There's so much more that we could do to help others. So That's get so my, cool. I'm glad to hear that. I get off my pedestal now, but but anyway, yeah, I want people to to keep that in mind. Think of what else that you can do to help other people. Richard, do you know that just about everybody lately on this podcast has had some foundation or nonprofit or cause that they've worked with? It's just a coincidence, but it's like, whoa, see that? That's <laughs> a lot awesome. of us out there. A lot of us paying it forward. How awesome is that? That's so cool. Especially those of us that have been doing this for a while, you know, we know a few things. You know, don't discount us because we're over thirty people. You know, <laughs> we may, may not be millennials. We may not be quite as um, computer and social media savvy. You know, I, you know, I know a few things uh, than than the younger ones, but we have loads of experience and loads of wisdom, 
and we know how to prevent you guys from, you know, falling prey to some of these schemes or, you know, just getting ripped off or, you know, falling into some traps or feeling stuck. So, exactly. so there you go. Now, Richard, do you have any parting thoughts that you'd like to share with our audience? Well, I just want to, first of all, say very, a very special heartfelt thank you, Dory, for giving me the opportunity and you and your wonderful listeners to be a part of your day. And uh, if anybody out there that's uh, in your in your Wheel House that love that traditional country music, just go to richardlynchband.com and let's try to put some country back into country music. Here we go. Awesome close there. And folks, sorry about the technical issues, but again, you know, this is live from Raleigh. So, you know, it sometimes that happens, even when you do a live show. We're all used to it. But tune in next week, you know, next Wednesday, we have another wonderful guest lined up, so you won't want to miss that. 1 p.m. Eastern, rock the next stage with Dory Staley, both on Block Talk Radio, iTunes, Stitcher, and, and everywhere else. So we hope to see you back here real soon. Till then, make sure you keep on rocking. Bye for now. Living in the modern day, electronic super age, nothing's done the way.